Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong After Dark. I'm your host, Jacqueline Coley, alongside Mr. Mark Ellis. And joining us yet again, we teased it on our last episode, Matt Nost, <laughs> in case you couldn't tell, yeah. is joining us again. He is a comedian, the host of Settle the Score. And for our After Dark episode, we just kind of go what's on our minds. And I was so happy in our last episode to discover that you're also watching The Last of Us because I have been just dying to talk about this show. I just, ah, oh, I'm sorry, Neil and Craig, if you're listening, <laughs> I love this show so much. I love you. Oh, it's it's amazing. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I apologize. I just did clothes at home, and this was on the top of the hamper. So driving down today, <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I just grabbed it right off the top it's of the okay. fresh. I haven't folded yet. It happens on this episode to us more. <laughs> it looks, it yeah. looks fresh. God, it looks that is fresh. It, doesn't it, though? Yeah. Just like you did last Thank week. Thank you. Yeah. The beard's uh, a little grayer than last time you were on the show. Uh, <laughs> Damn! It's probably true, though. That's the worst part. It's probably I, true. I know when I interrogate people about Rocky Four, they tend to age quicker than they normally should, which oh, is sort of the same that thing that's going to... You want to talk about getting gray whiskers. If you are living in a land like The Last of Us and the events of that nice, the nice last way. 20 years... Oh, boy, you're aging. Nobody is George Clooney in that world. No, no. Well, Gabriel Luna, who was in the very last episode, he's actually in his 40s. He's from Austin. Like, I've seen him in like, he was in the Dust Until Dawn series. Yeah, yeah. But he's 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 our age. Yeah. He just looks like he's 35. Well, it's it's funny when you bring up The Last of Us, because right before we went to air, you know, like I was asking Matt about it. And everybody has that same gut reaction where they're like, I just needed something that wasn't Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because it, it Walking Dead was great. When it was good, it was great. Sure. But it was just so many seasons and so many characters and twists and turns that you're like, I just want all that good stuff just compacted into something else. And it feels like The Last of Us is really sort of yeah, I never hit bought that quota. Into the the fear in The Walking Dead eventually. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell whenever someone's going to get killed off. So you don't buy into... Mm. And I like Last of Us is kind of settling on this almost vignettes at times where mm. we're just, okay, we're going to go off here. That Nick Offerman and the, uh, is he Australian? The uh, uh, Murray. I think he's either New Zealand or Australian. Yeah. That was a beautiful departure to tell an interesting story of what, I like this. The 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 main criticism I'm seeing is there's not enough zombies. Mm. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but would, shouldn't we be focusing on the aftermath of what the people are going through? Yeah. So to do these offshoot stories, I think is fantastic. And it gives a much fuller representation of what everyone is going through. And now that we've established like this, this camp in Wyoming, I'd be fine with, 
here's Joel and that story going this way. You know what? We're going to spend an episode going back to that camp and seeing the day-to-day life there and what they have to go through with dealing with the dam or whatever it is, because that's interesting. In this post-apocalyptic world, they're all leading different lives dealing with the same cataclysmic event as opposed to just the the same the same patterns over and over again. Well, right I think now. that's what some of the Austria Walking Dead shows were yeah. like, let's do that. And they were interesting to for, a time. from what I saw. Like Fear the Walking Dead, those first couple episodes, they took place somewhere in Southern California. It might have been like yeah. actually Los Angeles. And I was like, this is really, this is good stuff because you get it from a different perspective. And it's not just the same families that are making the same dumb mistakes and they just got to get to Virginia. Like I'm from Virginia. What exactly are you, are you going to do in Virginia? I don't know. I didn't finish Walking Dead. But I just like getting, I like the beginning of stuff. I like the begin. I like a superhero origin story. I like what happens the first day of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. What are you going to do? Where are you going to hole up? What are you going to grab for food? What are you going to do for protection, shelter, all that stuff? Mm-hmm. And so The Last of Us still manages to do a great job of that, even though the events that we're looking at now week to week are some 20 years We've been in this situation, yeah. Yeah. but now we finally have some hope digging ourselves out. So it's it still feels like it now it's fresh, but there's actually potential in this world. The best part about it for me is that it's 20 years pushed and everything still is 2003 and the attention to detail that <laughs> the production designers and, and Craig did. Mm-hmm. Because it's like everything from like, you know, simple stuff you would figure like George Bush being on the like classroom, like, obviously it was 2003. It was in the middle of the Bush presidency. But things as far as, like, no, this was the cop car, the style of cop car that they used in Mm. Kansas City in 2003. This was what the label of that cornflakes and that tampon looked at at that time in 2003. Mm. And so... Everybody walking around like, man, if only Rudy Giuliani was here, he could have cleaned this whole thing up. Exactly. Like, again, and and our (laughs) impressions of people from 15 years ago, 20 years ago, are the impressions that we had. It was so funny listening to them the reference movie that they were talking to that was the reference movie of zombies it wasn't Walking Dead for them it was 28 Days Later because that was the zombie movie of that time frame and so if there was a zombie apocalypse they wouldn't all be saying oh this is like The Walking Dead no they were going to be saying like this is 28 Days Later and what a kick in the nuts for Red Sox fans because (laughs) they never got and Cubs fans and Cubs fans too but but the Red Sox in particular because they just had the Aaron Boone game they just had the series where they should have beat the Yanks into in in 2003 and they lost and now you go from that to the zombie apocalypse right before the year that you did go on to win your first world series since 1918 i I don't they've had it so good for so long that i don't care that in this world in this this current timeline tom brady is not the goat in this time he's won a couple super bowls but he's not precisely the The celtics haven't had their resurgence it's fine this the boston isn't good in this time it's fine (laughs) They've been yeah. crushing it for the past 20 years. Brett Favre so. was still an upstanding guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, literally, yeah. like, this is this is a different yeah. time. This is a different time. Fuck. We were still watching The Apprentice unironically, kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so what, what's the thing that what, that's going to happen? Like, this this event happens, and then nobody Don't knows if Whatever Ross and Rachel got together yeah. or not. Yeah, that is, uh, that is true. There was no end of friends. The thing I was going to ask you, did you play the game? The Last oh. of Us. Uh, it's the only the only game in like recent history that I started it and I put it down. Oh, really? What and was it, it about the game you didn't like? Uh, 20 minutes in, I'm still going through tutorials. Oh, I see. Where you're like slowly walking with an NPC to go and talk to this person. I was like, I don't, I have PlayStation Plus. I can just download something else. It's the first game I've ever given up on. Are you a like, big oh. gamer? Uh, I mean, I play at night. I'm playing like the Ghosts of Tsushima right now. Okay. okay. 
It's not that bad. Count. I mean, it's not bad. That counts. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, I play for like a half hour, hour before bed. <laughs> Got what, you. What, you mean after you do your homework? Yep. Yep. Oh Mom my said God. it was okay. Oh my God. I had to get my hot chocolate. I play at night. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, school. Some guys you talk to and be like, oh, I've been playing for 10 hours today. No, like, I can feel the like. Do something. Yeah. Like, you're like, I don't want to, like, escape my life and responsibilities <laughs> yeah. to be a gamer. Yeah. I, I, I use I it in the appropriate amount. Instead of watching TV or something, I get that. I'll play a video game for yeah, an hour. Yeah. I tell them to go do something too. You know what they tell us? They're like, oh, we have millions of dollars and we yeah. just bought a house because we, we Twitch. Really? For a select group, sure. Not yeah. everybody is ninja. Who does that? Not everybody, but there's a lot of, you can make a crap, or you can be like a professional video game player. Yes, yeah. Like esports. Yeah. They're like 19-year-old kids just like on their third mansion. I mean, there's also like beauty influencers that are doing that, but I don't want to set up a mirror yeah, in my house. It's one in 100,000 or one <laughs> yeah, in 200,000 yeah. that are yeah. actually making a living. Matt looks very happy playing his nightly video games. I enjoy yes. it very much so. And I have never played The Last of Us. I haven't really played a game since Halo that's new. Like, I still play Wii Golf sometimes. See, I play old games too, but they're definitely like my PC games. Like, every now and again, I'll get a like fire into me to play Undertale again, and I'll play like... Mist. Undertale? What is Undertale? So these are all like POC games. Like these are the things for like, so Undertale was like a text game. So it's like the Telltale games. I would play those. The Fables, I would play those. So these are all like PC games. So they're all part of that like PC YouTube world. So okay. like if you play things like Five Nights at Freddy's and those kinds of ones, okay, Papers, yeah. Please. Like a lot of the live stream players played all of these like, they were only played on your computer for the most part. Sure. And Last of Us was actually one of them. And that was actually how I came across the game was it was a game where you would watch people playing the game and you would enjoy watching it. I, I've been told by so many people, my brother who's never finished a game in his life is like, Last of Us is the only one I've ever finished. Yes, and it is a game that you yeah. want to finish. It's a game that makes you finish it. There's other ones like that too that are much more difficult that are also still very cinematic like Dark Souls or um, what's the one? Of, a Skyrim's like that, you know. Sure. Th well, those that's those. sort of the thing and, and I jumped off playing video games for many different reasons but none of which are good or bad. It's just like I just got bored of them but the, the concept of watching somebody else play through a video game is so foreign and weird to me. Really? It was, it was torture when you were a kid. Yeah. It's like, you're sitting there like, and I'd be playing video games with my brother. And like, I just want my brother's character to die so I can play. Oh, see, I didn't, I would enjoy watching. Again, also different as a girl, the chances that you would be able to play your way onto playing it is a lot harder. So my like video game appreciation started as a passenger. Sure. Way okay. more than it did as an active participant. Also being the youngest, youngest kids will also have this similar sure. experience. But no, I don't mind watching it because it feels like playing with your friends. Because I definitely had that aspect where you're at your friend's house and you all are playing, you know, until you die on Sonic and it's just get as far as you can go. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we would do that, pass the controller around. But I think it's different when it's your sibling. Your sibling, you're in competition. Your friends yeah, are in your collaboration. Fair. But they're also so cinematic in the way they look now, too. Like, like yes. there's, you oh, yeah. can you can just like watch cutscenes of something like like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic and it's like, it, like this is a great movie. Oh, we, yeah. we, oh, should, we should make this till, movie. Yeah, yeah. The, Till Dawn, Peter Starmore like did the voice in that one, I think. It's like, there's a lot of these have like legit voice actors. Yeah, and the cinematic scope of it, the worlds that they're creating are just incredible. With the Unreal Engine and all that jazz, they can just sculpt these amazing, visually stunning worlds that sometimes are, you know, hyper-realistic and other times are just fantastical, but it's beautiful nonetheless. And the yeah. horror-based games are legit scary. That was, like, yeah. They will scare the crap out of you, including some stuff in The Last of Us. Yeah, The Last of Us has some jump scares. Um, I would say this, um, we're in season four, episode six just premiered. How far have you watched? All the way through? You, yeah, you caught up? Okay. Yeah. 
So what, I will say this before we can maybe move on to other subjects, because there are other things going around. I mean, we are in the midst of Oscar season, as I, the Oscar <laughs> and awards person, gets more <laughs> apathetic about it as I say it. Uh, but what's been your favorite moment of the series? Because I feel there's been, obviously, everyone talks about episode three, but this has been, like, really great, like, individual moments, mm -hmm. like, where this show sets itself apart. Like, just the overlay of, like, Craig and Neil talked about they wanted to remove violence from it because they wanted to sh to really center in on the conceit of the game, which, spoiler alert, is we will do some crazy and extreme things for love, and that's not always a good thing. So one of my favorite moments is maybe some recency bias, but I've always been a huge fan of the actor Graham Greene. He's just great in everything. Mm. And when he shows up for a second, and he's just, it's this nice couple, and they live very remotely, and our team has happened upon them. Um, you know, Pedro, and uh, I, I can't remember her name, so I guess I'll call her Grogu of mm -hmm. this show. So it's, it, I mean, it, it's basically the Mandalorian, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it just is. like, I now I found her something. Name and is, her name is Ellie. Ellie, cool. right, right. And so, <laughs> so you, you say, I'm not great with names. It's okay. Shows. I got these names. I'm not great with them either, but I yeah. played these people long enough that I actually know their names. But they just show up. They just like find this like little cabin. They're like, all right, yeah. well, we got to go see if we can trust the people. And like, they just have such a great, this this old Mary, they just have such a great relationship. They're laughing. Yeah. They're like, it doesn't, if we die, who cares? I mean, what are exactly. you going to shoot me? My favorite is like, did you tell him the truth? Yeah. yeah. Are you telling yeah. me yeah. the truth? Yeah. <laughs> and even what was even better is what folks don't notice because I went back and rewatched it again because, again, I'm obsessed. Uh, when she comes in, she gives him a look. He knows oh, no, he before does. he she turns around yeah. that there's somebody there, which I think that's like a great, like, again, this was such a fan fiction dream for me because I will go ahead and say my favorite moment was, first of all, that couple. That's the dynamic I want and the space I want, but I want the life <laughs> that they're living in Wyoming, which essentially, like, that is the real life that I want to live is the two married couple. Graham Greene just, just killed five fresh rabbits for you. Yes, and I know you, that. And you think you can do better than that. I do, because I want to then have the house next door with my friend Courtney, who's like a master <laughs> sewer, and then I want to have it on the left, my other friend, and it's just going to be like the five of us you love this living little... in remote... Like, like, like when she West says Town. we're communists, I'm like, sell it, sis. <laughs> yeah. The revolution for the people. We own everything. I was literally just like, oh, it was it was it felt like propaganda videos. That's how quickly I was like, sign me up, because as I've said, healthcare and <laughs> and peace, I will join a cult. I know I will. I know it's in me. I know it's in me. It's so interesting. That on I this know episode, it's in me. We have to be used have... as evidence at some point. Just I don't. So you know. I don't care. They know. <laughs> they know. Clips. But we have Matt Nost returning again, who last week we were talking about propaganda the other way yes. with yes. Rocky yes. Four. The collectivism. That's yes. what she was watching going, don't you dare stand up and applaud. No. We're going, to, we're going to Russia on Christmas Day to, to, to defend capitalism, and no. now it's all gone. No, no, absolutely. Because let me be real. In the Rocky movie, the absurdity of that camp is real. What I want to do in my daily life is pick beans and have peace. Just simplicity. And there's just not a lot of places to do that in our current setup. So let me go find it elsewhere. We're going to sage. Sure. We'll put sage out there. We're going to have a blast. Nobody's going to be <laughs> All hurt. right, Kyrie. All right. Nobody Stop. Just, wow. Uh, walking wow. around. Just what I'm saying. Wow. The sage. The sage the is court. Court. When By he was the walking way, around Barclays burning sage. I hate that that 
man <laughs> took that now like thing. That is like literally what black women oh, do when somebody wife, they dislike comes my wife into their home. Like the it's like she likes the smell. Ugh, yeah. I hate that that's been co-opted by. But no, that just fool. to watch him like trying to ward off spirits. And I'm he's like, not wow. trying to ward off spirits. He's trying to troll the media. No, I he's trying actually, to get attention. That's exactly, all he wants. Is exactly. Attention. And so. then he'll be like, "What? Why are we talking about me? Anyway, let me just do something that's crazy." Uh, that makes you guys talk about <laughs> exactly. It. So no, I'm doing it for like literal peace, and like I like the smell of sage, and I like to grow things in the ground. Like that's it. Yeah, but if you're coming to a community like like Jacqueline's new home, and if me and Ellie are just wandering, we've been growing across country, and I'm trying to get Ellie to safety. I don't trust you. I don't trust no. anybody in that, even including my own brother, because I'm like. So much could have gone down. So it's yeah. been a year since I saw you. So I love the amount of distrust yeah. that is currently mm -hmm. going on. The only insular sort of community that you can really rely on is two people. Yeah. And that's that's Pedro and his character's name is Ellie. Joel. Joel, Joel, Joel and Ellie. Joel yeah. and Ellie. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and You're they so really good at names. are. That's yeah. that's striking that you can't remember. It's so crazy that I can remember some random name in Star Wars, like Biston the Space. Not monkey, even if they watch the Rotten Tomato, the the Rocky Four show. You're rattling off yeah. artists that I couldn't have pulled, and I know their music. Robert Tepper's No Way yeah. Out. No I would definitely not got that yeah. one. Uh, what about you? What's a favorite <laughs> moment for you thus far? I think you talked. You, you know what? You know what I love is. Ellie trying to wrap her head around the world that used to exist yeah. in her current state. It's fun. Yeah. It's great when she, with the first time she's in the truck yeah. and she's like, this is, so you guys used to drive places? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I guess. And then he's explaining football to her. Yeah. He's like, so if you get first down, so do you have four downs again? Be yeah. like, yeah, that was just the idea that the world around her is so completely distant. And so it's small. a foreign idea yeah. of what we take for granted currently. And I hope they continue doing that because it's a nice comedic moments whenever they find it. But it's also those kind of conversations, those little innocuous things that just kind of get you from point A to point B, where mm. it's like, oh, we have a lot of time to kill on this road sure, trip. Yeah. Yeah. So occasionally we're going to be playing car bingo or whatever. But you also get to watch Joel very, very gradually thaw like a glacier at the end of an ice age and start to warm to this kid a little bit because he's still pretty crusty mm -hmm. in this most recent episode that, that we saw where it's a month removed from the previous episode's events. So like it's taken him a long Isn't time. Is it three months? It's it three, three months, months from the previous three event. Three months. Yeah. Three months. And you're right. He is unthawing. You see it in like him talking about, you know, I wanted to be a singer, which first of all, sign me up to anything that Pedro Pascal wants to sing. To anyone. This Thank guy is—he's got to be. Oh, can we talk about in the, the running for people sexiest yes, yeah. man of the year? Right? Is that still a thing? Do they still do that? They do definitely they do still do. I mean, as a heterosexual man watching this, you got to admit he's not bad. Oh no, no, no! He's an attractive. I am more than happy. Are you saying yeah. that the award was tainted when they gave it to Blake Shelton? It was tainted. In fact, my my friend Akila, no, of his just walking in. Listen, it looks like a walking potato. Is what it is. It's just it's amazing. He but, looks like a Minecraft character that's come to life. That <laughs> head, the shape doesn't make look, sense. 2018, Wait, not the most yeah, competitive field that I've like ever put out. Float coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wait. Did you see Akilah's tweet that day? No. So the, People Magazine tweets out, and my friend Akilah Hughes, who needs to come on the podcast now that I think she gem. should absolutely be out here. Yeah. She tweets out People Magazine, Blake Shelton has been voted People Magazine's sexiest man alive. And she quote tweets it. Did everybody die? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do remember that. And yeah. it was like 
so viral. She was on like every morning show because every time somebody not, wanted to say something negative, he's not they an just ugly man. Up her tweet. Yeah, he's not ugly, but he's like us handsome. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's like I can clean up okay yeah. if I uh, have to. We're like what LA six and a halfs, LA I sevens mean, at best. Oh, that's a that's a good yeah. question. LA six. I I will own All that. Right, according LA to producer six. Brian, the more recent people sexiest man of the year. Just so we know the level that Pedro Pascal <laughs> so has to elevate with. to. It was Rudd, Paul Rudd in 2021 and sure. Chris Evans in 2022. So yes, sure. that's more like, like Nost and I, we can pull off of Blake Shelton. We, we ain't aging like Rudd. No. And we ain't no, no getting it is. done in the gym like Chris Evans is. No. I mean, is he even getting it done in the gym anymore? He seems to just be happy with his dog and his girl. You know? They have a good time. Yeah. When like they, it's just, Did you see that video where they scare each other? Yeah. And it's adorable. He is so, he is so like, there was a time where people were like, Lizzo had everyone thinking it was like Chris Jamal Evans because yeah. like there's like videos of him checking on like black girls and stuff. And I've then, seen the yeah. Have you seen this video? Oh, no, no. And so it's like got this great like. Great video. Somebody, you know, on, on their phone or whatever from across the street saw Chris Evans maybe hitting on somebody talking, but it did appear he was like getting her number and he's so smooth doing it. Yeah, like it was, and it was this black girl. Chris said he doesn't need an introduction. No, That's not like, fair. You can't compare that to us. That's I want to be clear. It was like this sister and there was like other girls around that, that he was maybe more of like demographically. And so it was the fact that he slotted up to a black woman outside of a Philly nightclub. It was like, the, yeah, like the, he the had. The tractor beam was on her. Like, basically what I'm saying is but ever since that video, there's been this rumor and then you see him with his girlfriend. I'm like, oh, you are so from Boston. Like, yeah, you, like right, this right. video gave you a legend and like a lore that's not real. But Well, that plus a Lizzo stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this is the kicker. But that's who he is and it's adorable. Like, I love it. It's Why so can't cute. I appreciate Chris Evans and how smooth he is? Because he walked up and she went, are you fucking Captain America? <laughs> and he went, yes, I am. And she's like, here's my number. That's it's, all he had to do. He didn't have to do anything. It's still, it's, I'm not saying I'm going to walk onto a football field and be Patrick Mahomes. I can still be inspired by but the way the man Patrick Mahomes plays. walked in here and he's like, hey, do you want to be friends? You'd be like, we I mean, but this friends. is the kicker though. I would be, Patrick I, I Mahomes would should it. pull yeah. like that. And I'm telling you, mm, I don't know if people are checking on him like that. No. He's, he's somebody you love for his his kind eyes. I'm sorry, in my opinion. Okay. That's he has just, kind I don't, eyes. I don't know what that means. It <laughs> means the rest of it ain't so great. I'm just saying. The eyes. I'm just saying. The saying, windows to the soul Travis are Travis Kelsey? <laughs> now he can get it. He could get sure, it. He's Travis a Kelsey man. could get it. But and he's, like he's, Patrick he's, Mahomes, yeah. he's, a, he's, he's adorable. He's sweet and he's talented as hell. Are kind eyes he the new interesting it. personality? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, right. no, he has kind eyes. He does. He looks like a kind man, and he puts up with what he's, he puts up with. I assume he's he kind. Is such a nice guy. You know, that's what kind uh, eyes mean. No, he is no, 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 such a nice guy. No, 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 such a nice guy is. Oh, bless your heart. That is not that. Like. I would have been like Patrick Mahomes. Oh, bless your I'll heart. Tell you, I'll that. take your word for it because I'm not going to make moves on Pat Mahomes, but it sounds like we're in the same no, ballpark here. Travis Kelsey can get it, though. I watched his videos uh, leading up to the Super Bowl because I was not, again, you know me, I don't watch yeah. football right now. Um, I'm waiting to find out whether I can what, watch it next year. No, because I'm a Packers fan like born and bred and I oh, can't gross. watch exactly I know um, <laughs> I'm a Bears fan oh. I didn't realize I was sitting next to a oh, Packer yeah. fan yeah. Uh, stop oh man I love that the Aaron Rodgers oh, this I know. is the best two seasons ever I can't I, wait for next year by the way by it's the great. way okay you are a Bears fan so like I don't want to be this girl but who holds the records in your stadium uh, <laughs> our two listen, quarterbacks she still I'm not bringing my like, and facts into this okay I'm enjoying I, your demise <laughs> and the fact that we might actually have a better quarterback 
quarterback. Ba- by the Maybe way, in two by years. the way, this is like I rooted for the Bears this year, this past year. I've rooted for every single team that you we played were against what? with fire. In football I hate terms, that kid. you were kind of what what we call a free agent. Oh man, I was like, burn it. Mm-hmm. Burn it. Yeah, that team is so weird. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was trying to get rid of him, uh, but because I didn't watch any football this year, I was only watching the Super Bowl for Rihanna, and I was like doing the thing. Mm-hmm. But then I saw Travis Kelsey, and girl, we went on a deep internet dive through that whole first quarter. I was like, oh, they're brothers. Wait, that that's one brother. What is his girlfriend? I have like? some. Oh, who's uh, he dating now? <laughs> I have some close uh, affiliations with no, Travis you Kelsey. Do not. Yeah. I worked on he a couple a projects with him. Actually, yeah. I think his rumored girlfriend is somebody that I know. Rumored girlfriend. Do you want to have a rumored girl? Like, if you're super famous like that, do you want do you want your personal life out there where it's like, you know... Rumored is better than real. Rumored is better than real. Bad Why? Bunny is rumored with Kendall Jenner right now, and if that ever became real, he would lose half of his ticket sales. Oh, you mean because it's just <laughs> out there in the ether and you never really have to confirm yeah, on a rumor. Yes, yes. yes. Right. And okay. not saying that, like, if Travis confirmed, he would lose half of his fan base. No, that, that's a specific situation. That's a specific situation, but... There are some people that are only following for the fantasy. And if you spoil that, then they don't want to follow yeah. you. Like a girl will tell you, like influencers tell you that if they show their boyfriend on uh, their Instagram for the first time, they lose followers. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's such a like yeah. unfair kind of world yeah. where it's like, oh, I shared a one modicum of my actual personal happiness that happens to involve this other person Listen. that I found sanctuary in. But you've destroyed. You've destroyed whatever <laughs> weird fantasy some everybody had. And women do it, too. Usually there's a, I shouldn't say a reason. The women will find a reason they find to be justifiable. I actually feel bad. There was an actor recently who's a black actor on a very popular black show who showed his white girlfriend for the first time and those bitches are vicious. Not a good reaction. <laughs> they were so yeah. vicious. I was like, damn, son. Like, it's just his wife, like mother of his Now kid. it's like a whole PR right. strategy yeah. you gotta go and, through. It's, yeah. like, it's like that. And so... Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now I see why people have PR relationships. I actually don't even fault people for it anymore because the politics of who you date is so ridiculous. Plus, yeah, if you do rude, it's like uh, uh, that thing you do where they base off the Beatles with a flash Chiron of, sorry, girls, he's engaged and he got pissed off. Oh, right. Because it hurts the, what the, what he's trying to project into the world. Exactly. Yeah, because John Lennon was married. Yes, but didn't want that out there. They put that on there on the, uh, on the prompter or whatever. Ed Sullivan or something? It was, it was Ed, I don't I don't know if it was Ed Sullivan. It it might have been an Ed Sullivan. It was they were playing. I think it's the same show where they were playing in England for the Queen, who was in the crowd. 
And he, um, won, he wanted a shot at the queen. I don't understand. I, he probably could have had it. Yeah. But they and he he is a very funny line because like before we do this next number, we'd like everybody in the cheap seats to clap along, and everybody in the rich seats, if you could just rattle your jewelry. And like it, you know, you're not supposed to make jokes like that. But the queen gave him the thumbs up. I can't remember if it was that performance or it was just one of the Ed Sullivan's wow. where there's there's words that flash up on the screen. The subtitle said, "Sorry, girls, he's married." Yeah. And wow. They're like, "What are you doing to us?" Right. Yeah. Now? You're ruining the mystique of. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, again, huge part of it. It depends. Sometimes the politics are the opposite. Sometimes it's better to look like you have somebody or whatever. And again, I don't blame now celebrities when you find out that people are in these weird, like, couples of convenience to, like, help their career. I'm like, well, better than, like, being uh, single. My favorite all time was when Henry Cavill had the same publicist as that girl that was on uh, 10 Things to Date My Daughter or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then Kelly Kuoka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember her last name. But ten. Oh yeah, Kellen Kuoki for dating yeah, my teenage daughter. daughter yeah. My, yeah, and then it just became ten. Ten rules. Ten, ten rules. Yeah. yeah, but they dated for like a week and a half because they had the same publicist and it thought it'd be good for him. Maybe they get some press and be like, <laughs> "No way, she's pulling Henry Cavill." Wow, zero chance. No, wow. I, I would push back on that. Oh uh, no, Thank you're there. deciding vote here. Um, you know what? I I can see that. I think she could. Because yeah. I've seen weirder celebrity couples. Eric Andre is currently banging the girl from Blurred Lines. They're weirder couples. Yeah, but funny people. I mean, not not me, but but funny people, I'm told. <laughs> Pete Davidson, you know, folks like yeah, that. that doesn't, it, the yeah. rumor for the comedian to, like, model pipeline, I feel, is over-exaggerated by high watermarkers. Oh, all I want. <laughs> I like the choice of pipeline when we're talking yeah, about Pete, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Uh, if that was a Freudian slip. But. Producer, Ryan, uh, Producer Brian, it's eight simple rules for oh, dating my teenage daughter. Well, there should be okay. ten, Brian. And then it became ten things I hate about you. There's only I eight rules for that. dating the daughter, but ten things I hate about you. I just you. remember John oh, Ritter. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. yes, John Ritter. And then they wrote him out very um, poignantly when he actually passed away while they were huh. filming the show. I think yeah. going back to The Last of Us real quick, that's the biggest thing, I think, is like there's no internet in the, yes. in terms of how we know it now in that world because there was never any social media. Yes. So mm. it it arguably the world is in a better place in that show <laughs> than it is here because we live in this weird black mirror existence yeah. where it's just everybody's looking at their phone. You're not worried about your phone because you're worried about survival in that show. So to your utopian commune point, it is kind of like, oh, it is nice to just, we don't even have phones to worry about. If we need to get a message to somebody not in this town, we will play a song um, from an era. <laughs> yeah. And if it's 80s, it means I'm having a good day. And if it's yeah. 70s, it means I need a can of beans delivered. Yep, yep. I, again, I, I think the show is brilliant in that, the the coding on the 80s. But uh, did we get your, yeah, you you definitely talked about your favorite moments. I also just want to give uh, the great lines that Bella, she is just the perfect sassy character, just like her just being like, okay, old man, and just mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. screaming at him. <laughs> like, get to civilization, and she's like basically a feral dog. What are you looking at, girl? It's like, it's the best. I love her. I felt so bad for those kids, though. That uh, the the brothers that we that oh, we ran yeah. into. Well, I knew them from the game. So like the minute they showed up, I was turned to the person I was watching it with, and I was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be great." <laughs> I again never played the game, so like at, at the end of that episode, I thought for a sec maybe we were just like he was like playing a trick. He's a kid. He doesn't. He's doing what Bill Murray did in uh, the the Woody Harrelson zombie movie, yeah, uh, Zombieland. So like it, it it just it really emotionally grabs you. And the last thing I'll say about The Last of Us is I just want to be. Nick Offerman in that world because as soon as the thing happened he's like this is my time I love being by myself I know how a generator works yeah I can cook I can fix stuff 
He built his compound up and he just lives by himself. He's drinking fancy wine and eating delicious red meat. 4 p.m. Who cares when dinner is? Yeah, they got yeah. a flower shop. Yeah, yeah it's it, a yeah. good, good life. I'm goats, chickens, and pigs, man. You can make a life. You can make a life. Matt and I can't wait to come visit you and not trust anybody in your community. <laughs> you absolutely can, but it's going to be fabulous. It's, shoot, if even it's just me and my little tribe, it'll be just fine. Okay. Because again, the world can run with goats, pickings, and goats, pigs, and chickens. You can make a lot. <laughs> She's breeding pigs and chickens. Piggins. These are pickings over yeah, here. Pickins. <laughs> The only thing you would Weird actually need. Dr. Moreau. The only <laughs> things you would need. Chickens give you eggs. Eggs are an abomination. Shut up. You imagine chicken bacon? It'd be pretty good. Oh no! Chickens what? give you, you just eggs. Bacon. Goats give you milk. Pigs give you manure. And if you want to make your own clothes, you need a sheep. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm uh, not gonna be able to. Do, I'm not gonna be good. And, That's the other thing I do worry about. Is like, what skill set do I have? Because like. There's not going to be a huge need for storytellers, which is the, the best <laughs> yeah, way. To... I think there's something. They, yes, you can be taught a lot of things. You know who I would want to be in who? this world is uh, Tom Hanks's character from that from that movie News of the World, where he just goes oh, town to town doing does. gigs. It's like sure. he's just reading the newspaper. Yeah, I, but... I can be the newspaper reader of our town. That's definitely true. But just remember, there's a lot of, as we saw at the end of this last episode for The Last of Us, there's a lot of things in between you being able to go give the news of the world. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of how we get the news, who we get the news from. So <laughs> this is, you know, my hope My hope for the show is that it just doesn't, again, Walking Dead was was great for, for AMC and it was, and, and it's just like, has all these offshoots and it's a billion, multi-billion dollar enterprise. Good for them. I would love for The Last of Us to just be smaller and more contained and yeah. just like, I want this show to end wanting more, if that makes sense. Well, the one thing I will tell you is, although I don't, I think they, have they greenlit the next season already? Yeah, they, they have, did it after like yeah. the second episode. So they have greenlit the second season. There's, uh, first of all, there's an entire second, there's The Last of Us Part Two, which is like the second part of the game, mm -hmm. which has an entire um, new story. There's also the DLCs, which is like extensions where you find out more about the sort of like side aspects of it. And so I would say for sure we have at least one more, maybe two more seasons of this show left, which will be really interesting. Yeah. I do like the idea of that where just like there's a finite number of these as yes. opposed to it's open-ended and be like, it, which it could be technically, but if we're going to wrap up a story so long as we have a target, I yes. think that makes more sense. I'm going to do an experiment in a couple weeks with this show because in my big complex where I live, uh, it's kind of like a commune, Jack. When mm. A lot of people are friendly. And I know a lot of people just from various walks of life. We all live in this building now. And they have The Last of Us watch parties. A lot of them are big time gamers. Mm. And so they like know the game in and yes. out. So I do kind of want to watch an episode with them just to like look back and forth. Like, like, you know when you watch a Game of Thrones episode with somebody who, I read the book and they love to tell you that they read the books, but they're like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Mm. And so you just kind of, you get little foreshadowing hints that you wouldn't otherwise pick up. I think that's a very good plan. And on, honestly, the last episode of the show, if it holds to the way that the first chapter of the game ends, the part one, it will literally be the perfect time to see it because that it ends in a way that you're going to be like, oh. Also, I would advise anyone, this is the perfect show to actually go and watch the supplemental materials because Craig Maislin, the creator of that, also did the show Chernobyl. And he oh. did a podcast companion to the show Chernobyl, which is seriously one of the best companion podcasts I've ever listened to uh, with a television show because 
it is better in a lot of ways than a DVD special features because it's editorialized and it's specific. Instead of just two stars in a room rambling on, which yeah. can get good, mm-hmm. but it can also get stupid. It can get boring. Exactly. This one is really like they know where they want to talk about. And it's Neil, the guy that created um, The Last of Us, is also the president of the company that distribu- distributed it and Craig together because they both created the show together. I need okay. to see that Chernobyl. I, really yeah, I hear do. nothing so but so just I've already watched perfection. it uh, third time. Yeah. And even though I know everything about the story. There's really the first time going through, there's three, four things that I never heard of, and you're like, oh my freaking God. Really? Yeah. It, yeah. The Chernobyl tapes is what it's based off of, which were released significantly mm-hmm. after the disaster. And yeah, man. And and what's so horrible about that show is it's another one with stuff. The worst parts he didn't even put in it. There's way worse stuff that he didn't put in the in the story. Like it's like, ugh, it's true. I got it. I I got it. There's so much content. One of the shows that I just I got hooked into was on Apple TV was Mosquito Coast. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm enjoying. I'm in season one. I'm I'm most of the way through. One of the reasons that one again, Justin Thoreau. That's one of the reasons I enjoy watching it. Justin Thoreau kind of reminds me of our special guest Matt Nose. Oh, he just got this way about him. Okay, he's just got because and I've told you this before. You also remind me of Jason Bateman in Ozark. Oh, where you're just methodically you're going to think your way out of a situation. I've never seen you. If you need drugs, I know a guy too. So. Back in our in our heavy drinking days, we would we would get into a lot of idiocy together. But I never really saw you panicked, and that's kind of the, the one of the character traits. Yeah, that's of, true. Yeah, of Ozark is like, hey, okay, now the cartel is coming after. Now this guy just got shot. Now these people are onto it. Like we we got we're going to figure a way out of this. Yeah. and he kind of has the same that that same kind of thing going. So I'm assuming it's just based on it's the same source material that they did the Harrison Ford. I knew that it was a Harrison Ford movie. I had never seen it. So I'm coming to this okay. thing pretty new, but it's so a family I've seen on the, the Harrison, run. I've seen yeah. the Harrison Ford. Yeah, which is a another remake. Because there's, I think, I want to say Bogart was the original Mosquito Coast movie. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Good like, like, a long there. time ago. I don't, don't quote me on that. Like, I'm going to fact check it. Brian, fact check me and then tell Mark if I'm wrong. He's still looking up other people's sexiest man of the year. For is me, he? So he's okay. he's going to be a little back. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I want to add is you talk about keeping it cool. Before we get out of here, the best part of this last episode of the last of us again there was great moments in all of them was joel confessing to his brother like give pedro pascal all the emmys i really want the oh Emmy. my good lord he's i want good. i want it to be that scene where he really he talks and you discuss about how he's becoming more alive which is making him weaker when he was dead inside and when he didn't feel anything mm-hmm. and when he had no emotions he was a lethal killing machine he wouldn't have hesitated on when and where to shoot mm-hmm. but as he's starting to unthaw he's hesitating and it's making him weak his age is catching up to him and that like mortality that he's facing is really what's rattling him because his whole reason for being was protecting. First, it was protecting Sarah. That failed. Then it was protecting Tommy. Then it was protecting Tess. And you could just tell he just, he can't fail protecting someone again. Which is why I am going to stay single. I'm going to stay <laughs> young. I'm going to stay a lethal killing machine. I mean... As <laughs> soon as you get into... As soon as you find love... Basically, the show is like, hey, as soon as you love something, it's it's near the end for you. Same thing happened to Nick Offerman and the other dude. It's not near they the end. They had like 20 years together. No, they, had, they had a good this is, six, seven years. It was 16, actually. Meet you in the middle. This is what I would say. Were they I, happy years? <laughs> they fought. Can't tell me they didn't fight. <laughs> I would put it to you this way very carefully. When the world is ending and nothing matters, isn't the people you care about the only thing that matters? The dog I care about. Is yeah, the most you, you're you're posing a question to him. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, yelling into the void. Apparently, I didn't realize. <laughs> 
your soul was completely just vacuously gone. It's no, I, I don't know. I mean, I have the dog. Uh, <laughs> it's like the dog keeps human. Space. Barely. Uh, <laughs> barely. Barely. And your like, tangible puts on humanity is basically because he has, your dog has yeah. to have vets. Okay, Those so, are like it. That's yeah. it. So it's like a bunch of stingrays that attacked you are not going after Molly. What well, do you do? I, I, I would die for that dog. And but now, now we're talking. Now it's come to the point now though where like my friends who like have kids, they're like you know t- telling kid stories, and I'm the guy that shows up. Like my my dog was at the park last oh, week, and she yeah. got into a fight with another. Dog. It's like you yeah, can't. It's a good story. No, but I. It's a better story. It is. It's a, a much story. better story. Dog's like got more kid is probably going to be uninteresting later in life. Before we get out of here, though. <laughs> if you only knew the parents. I mean, legitimately, like, the chances of your kid growing up to be something boring, somebody boring that's going to go yell at fast food workers, high. The chances that that dog is going to be cute, even higher. <laughs> just saying That it. just got so super specific. Just saying. Just so saying. There's a rash of 17-year-olds yelling at Wendy's employees. Yeah. Have you not seen this? Waffle Have House. Have you not seen this? I wanted to say, since we're settling the score before we get out of here, what's your favorite score then? Oh, favorite, yeah, favorite what's TV, favorite movie score? score. My favorite, well, the one that I can listen to nonstop is uh, the Tron Legacy of Daft Punk. Oh, okay, yeah, wow, that's a great I, one. I think it's just independent of. I still think, I think that still got nominated okay. for an Oscar, even though the film was horrible. Uh, I think deservedly so. Yeah. I think it stands alone in and of itself. Are you? we excited for that new Tron? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because right. if they can get it right, it'll be dope. If they can, that's but that's an if. But I'm I'm a hopeful person. I'll I'll be hopeful. It always bugged me that whoever gets into Tron is just some random human, and they suddenly become like Michael Vick on a football field. Like they're just the most amazing player to ever walk. And it's like you're LeBron James after being here for 30 minutes. Uh, My favorite film score of all time. They also got sucked into a computer, but you're fine with that. Uh, yeah, that's that, that okay. happens every day. That's yeah. the conceit you're willing to live with. But yeah. the fact that he's good at uh, riding a motorcycle is It irks his grind his gears. It happens to Matt Nost on a nightly basis <laughs> because you're not allowed to play video games during hey, the day. Hey, Ghost of Tsushima, it's like I'm in feudal Japan. Oh, my God. <laughs> my favorite film score, and I don't care if it's so easy to say, but George Lucas made us believe we were in a galaxy oh, far, true. far away. John Williams made being there important. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Uh, Three of those scores, although ripped directly from classical music, are probably like three of the best cinema keys, like Binary Sunset, yeah. uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then also uh, The Throne. Right? Yeah. Those B- are two like... Binary Sunset kills me. Like those three score moments are like literally like what you consider when you uh, say like cinema overscoring. This is like everything's hitting. Duel of the Fates yeah. when that choir comes in. Yeah. <gasps> very, Another moment like that, like, yeah. Very <laughs> close though is, and I will give a shout out to Danny Elfman's Batman 1989 theme. Yeah. It's so good, man. And I loved hearing it in that in that Flash trailer. Like it's, it's and seeing Michael Keaton again, so... A lot of great film scores out there. I'm going to do a deep cut and do uh, Moonlight, which that song has oh, had right. so many yeah. different, the middle of the world song, you know, mm-hmm. doon, 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 Nicholas Bertel. That is, that was AP going crazy. That was what he used to underscore that. It's been in like Nike commercials. Like that song really like, uh, it has more vibes than it was. I love when musical scores can be retranslated like mm-hmm. that. Like it's literally can be anything. That's it for us. Taking wow. it a little dark to Moonlight. That was yeah, good. Yeah, after dark. Matt, thank you so much, sir. Again, thank you for having me. Check out Settle the Score on YouTube, correct? Uh, yeah, you can find it anywhere on YouTube, uh, but it's uh, youtube.com forward slash Matt Nost. So you can find it there or search for it anywhere you get podcasts. 
Just settle the score. You'll and find us. I've missed a few Star Wars questions on there. Sorry, John Williams, but I've never missed a Top Gun question. Oh, Matt how many of those have you had? In. He likes to customize to whoever's oh, competing and in, in a fair way. And I've gotten a Top Gun or two, and uh, I have not missed. I'm glad you you will not turn in your Top yeah. Gun uh, Rain Supreme. That's my that's my opening line on a date. Is it too <laughs> too much info? I do wonder why. Yeah, you're. you're I take out my I phone and I show them good. some of the score. I think you're good, doing good on that staying single. Uh, you, yeah. I think you're going to be fine with it. That's it for us, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We will see you all next week. I have no idea what we're talking about, but we will be back It'll here. It'll be good. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is wrong. See y'all next time. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.